welcome to episode one of Chief's Corner, the um, budget version of Captain's Corner, because Ash has disappeared off the face of the earth. Um, today, it's just me and Atticus here to give our early thoughts on the game. How are you? How are you today? <laughs> oh, it's like um, <laughs> almost 1am. So I, not to date this podcast, but um, I'm doing good. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Um, kind of, you know, just... My brain's exhausted from this game. I'm not going to lie. It's, like, been, it's been four days and I'm overwhelmed. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> what have we gotten ourselves back into? <laughs> I can't imagine what the players feel like, but this is about me, not them. So, uh, anyway. our moment, not their moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, just so, so a lot's been happening, obviously. Um, definitely, I would say, overall, the most active and engaged cast as a whole that the series has ever had. Not that other casts have been flops, but, like, I don't think there's a single person in this cast who's, like, phoning it in at all, so. Uh, well, I mean, define phoning <laughs> Um oh. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, I agree. I think that a part of it is because Arcana was gone for so long that yeah. people are like, oh, yeah, I want to, like, actually commit because it's, like, people think that we're, like, a big series. Did you know that? Yeah. Isn't that like, people were, I mean, Well, I know, but, like, people think, like, we're, like, a big series, and I feel like that was not a thing, like when Arcana 1 was around, so it's, like, cool to see how far it's come. I agree. Though, to be fair, I feel like there has been, like, a relative downturn in the number of Alias series in general in the last probably year or two, so I guess there's not that much competition anymore. But, um, well, it's still fun and fresh. You know, we love to see it. You know, Gorgeous is going to devour cute, and that's what we did. But, yeah, I do think, um, also, like, there's obviously been a few games lately, but I think, generally speaking, um, you know, we used to see two or three games, accepting apps at a time. And now there are some stretches where there's not even one. So, yeah, we got pretty lucky with our um, application period. And, you know, it's very unusual to not have anybody drop. Oh, I guess we technically had a Daniela replacement. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's um, very unusual to not have any like outright flops in round one like you know we usually see a pretty easy boot in round one so well i think that we specifically engineered against an easy boot when we were playing the season (laughs) t you're not wrong um but yeah very very crazy um very sad very sad round one um despite how exciting it was still very depressing it was really like it was very sad, but it was also very exciting for what ended up into unanimous boots. Yeah, no, very true. Like, <laughs> there is just a lot of, like, beating around the bush that was not necessary. <laughs> Agreed. Um, and I do think maybe we should, we'll start this off by talking about the um, the Yagashi dynamics, because I feel oh. like that tribe block, whatever, is absolutely cooked. Um <laughs> Possibly. Um, <laughs> um, we could dedicate a whole episode just to this, these six people. You're right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. And um, it's just funny, you know, coming into the um, the initial divide of the blocks, everyone was like, oh, um, you know, this, this block's never going to lose. Like, it's a stacked block. And then they go and lose the first trial. That first trial was very, very close, though, on, like, between all four tribes, though. Agreed. It was, like, Agreed, crazy. it was. Um and I think, you know, like, because we had that in mind, we never didn't really think about, 
like what would happen if they did lose because we didn't expect them to lose. So um, that was a bit of a twisty twist. Um, yeah. I don't know if they're necessarily stacked like challenge wise. I think they're just stacked like personality and like yeah. And Very yes, strategy wise, and that's why this whole the vote was such a fucking disaster for round one. Yeah, no, exactly. Like playing 4D chess on day three. <laughs> I honestly don't even know where to start with that. Like, so I do think it, it kind of split into a two versus two kind of ordeal um, over the course of the round. Um, Ward and Laurent were kind of like their fates were sort of controlled by other people. Um, I think I don't know how much of a role the two of them really played in the round itself. Um, I mean, apart from obviously the social influence they had over the people that were defending them. Um, I don't think I'm not really sure if any of the either of them could have done anything differently um, to like shift the well, outcome at all. Ward didn't have to bring up Petra, and I mean, we'll get to yes, that. Yes, okay. True. I think that's what ultimately led to his demise, which is unfortunate. I agree. But- um, and I do think also the fact that he was unwilling to vote Laurent from like the beginning probably wasn't yeah. super helpful for him. Cause, um, although, yeah. So anyway, starting from the beginning, I have no idea like exactly where. So I think. Orion pushed Laurent's name first. Um, That's which Petra, right. Yeah. Which Petra was against because I think Petra probably considers Laurent her number one or number two after Yvette. Um, and that kind of turned into a, like a, a Ward versus Laurent thing where it was like Petra and Yvette on one side and Brooks and Orion on the other and neither side was kind of willing to budge, but they were also acting like they didn't care what happened when they both very clearly cared. Um, They're like, no matter what, we'll be fine. But it's like, clearly like half of you are going to be pissed off no matter yeah, what. <laughs> exactly. Um, which is exactly what happened. Um, uh, yep. And they're still just acting like everyone's like, we're fine. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Which it's not. Um, it makes you feel better, but like, they're already off to a bad start in this next trial, so like maybe. Oh, yes, exactly. Um, that and also just, I don't know, the fact that there was that group chat made between the four of them that weren't realistic targets for the vote, but there was just absolutely no, there were no truths told in there. There was no, <laughs> no trust. There was just lies oh. and fakery. Or like, I think Orion put it best in his little joint confessional with um, Victoire, where like they were like, "Oh yeah, Yvette will say a lot of stuff. Like she'll say the most very obvious facts and be like, wow. <laughs> and like, and and it was like, oh yeah, I guess we have to go to tribal council now. Like that's like what Yvette was doing for the whole round for like everyone except Petra and Laurent. To be fair, she does have a habit of being like that. Like just from having played with her in the past. Oh, I agree. Um, Jordan has a Jordan has a very um, obvious habit of like kind of obscuring the details of his strategy while also kind of mining for your thoughts on things. And um, he's not slick about it. I'll be honest. I mean, Yvette um, I mean, got what she wanted this round. I think she probably she did messed up the entire tribe. Oh, I agree. And I, I do think it did work for her this round, but I don't know how long it'll last. Oh, no. Orion already can't stand her now. Yeah. Well, so. 
I did. I do have to say, though, that um, Petra calling Orion's bluff and saying, okay, let's vote war. That was very bold for round one. It was kind of iconic, though. Like, it was kind of a slay. I'm not going to lie. I would not have had the confidence to call that Oh, no, absolutely not. I would have been like, you're going to hate me if I do this. Like, Maybe that's why Sammy's such a good player. Like, maybe that's why. I mean, there's something clearly magnetic about her because, like, even played a game in like since what quantum heroes and she's already fallen into this like she's the main character of the whole tribe everyone loves her i agree yeah and um i mean the one person that didn't love her is now is gone. now gone so, <laughs> so <funny>. yeah <laughs> um there's that but yeah it's, it's really um interesting because i've never actually really watched because i never watched ellen really to be honest um so it's interesting to see how like she kind of maneuvered herself into that position. Um, Cause I did think to be honest that Orion was going to be in control of the tribe, but a block, but um, here we are. And Orion and Brooks are ostensibly on the bottom of things now. I mean, they did get a new addition, but I don't know how that's going to go because I think that does Orion has this plan that he still wants to go after Laron if they lose because he thinks that it's like the whole like the whole game knows that Laurent was on the bottom, but and then got saved. So he and then when he thinks, oh, like Laurent, Laurent knows he was on the bottom of the tribe, so he wants to vote him out. So in case of a swap, which is not like a bad idea, but I mean, after this round, I would not be thinking that I'm in control, and that's what's just what's going to happen. Agreed, and I do think it's definitely a logical move for Orion, um, and even for Brooks as well. More for Orion because Orion was the one whose name kind of got dragged through the mud for like throwing out Lorenz's name to start with. Um, but I just don't think I can't like Petra and Yvette, what reason do they have to budge on keeping Lorenz now after they've been through all That's of that? A, like, yeah. The only thing I can think of is that Petra is like, she's very paranoid that she played too hard in that first round. So she mm-hmm. wants to back seat. So I could see her maybe letting Laurent go, but I don't think of that well. Yeah, I don't think it makes strategic sense. Like they, they technically have someone who's like indebted to them now for saving him um and i think like all of the players in that four person chat are like cerebral and experienced enough to realize that there's no foundation there that's gonna oh, hold for long people are gonna be like we're done like this like this trap is a mess <laughs> and like i i'm just i'm so sorry for clay now that he's like here after being exiled <laughs> Like, this man is going to get devoured. Yeah, it's one of the worst places for him to have ended up. Um, You know, on a tribe with five, you know, moderately to very strong social players. Um, This is his first fully online game, Alias as well. So that's a big ask. Um, And I can't see, like, (laughs) the only road out I really see for him because, like, even if Orion and Brooks were to pick him up, there's no way the other three flip, I don't think. So that's a 3-3 at best. So I think really the best chance for him is if, like, Yvette gets greedy maybe and decides she wants to blindside Orion and picks up Clay to do it. I mean, there's we also have to think of, like, the curses too because there could be, like, maybe, like, one of the vet or like Petra or Laurent they take like a penalty vote and the other three could capitalize on it potentially I would be very surprised it would be but that would be I feel a very foolish move for any of them oh I would not be taking a vote like I would not be taking a vote curse this early in the game like with these small tribes 
I agree, especially not on in this group. Like that just seems like. <laughs> well, I Petra was talking about thinking about one, but I think Kit talked her out of it. Okay, good. <laughs> Doesn't seem like a good plan at this stage. Um, so but yeah, um, so I could see like I'm pretty sure like Clay is probably just going to die if they lose again. But I I'd, like I think it's going to be like messy again. Because these, yeah. these people actually want to say what they think to each other because they don't trust each other at all. Exactly, exactly. And I do think, obviously, the partners are playing into it as well. What with Oh, the, my uh, God. Information is getting around so fast in this game. It's not even fun. Like, faster than it did in 5. And I think it's because of the nature of the game where it's like, oh, like, it's basically like one world because people are just t- telling each other everything to their partners. That's true, yeah. And just the, I don't know, just the level of drama caused by, you know, like... Laurent telling Alex what was happening Alex, and then Alex Alex vague posting, yeah. <laughs> Alex vague posting to the wrong people about his partner and then it getting back. Although I am really confused about what Orion made of the situation because, I mean, I would have thought that it would be clear that Petra had said something. I think he thinks it was a vet for some reason, but I don't really know why he thinks that, why he didn't put the dots together. I don't know. I mean, I guess it doesn't really make a difference because Orion doesn't trust them anyway, but I don't know. It's really just a disaster. I do think, you know, there's an outside chance of something other than Clay happening if they do lose. I mean, if I would prefer Clay out of all the possible options (laughs) of people to leave now at this point. Um, Nothing against him. I think he's I think he's trying really hard, but the other five are just like so like top tier casting, but it's like it would be a tragedy to like lose any of them this early. yeah i mean i'd rather they didn't lose again and there's a chance that they don't i mean it's a best of three they've only played one match so far so there's yeah. every chance especially in a challenge like this one it's not like overly skill based it's just kind of like a push your luck type thing so yeah um there's still a very good chance they could win um but and you know that that would be my preference on this realm um i do think it's by far the most interesting uh block in the whole game though Agreed. At the moment, we'll see yeah, what I happens. Mean, I think that, I think that the, uh, the like the two that haven't gone are probably going to explode the second that they. <laughs> oh, I agree too. I I just think yeah, like I was saying in the VL, I think it's so interesting how um, everyone's so polarizing to agree like degree. Like people have a handful of people that really like them, and then a handful of people that either don't like them or are completely indifferent. Like there's not really many people who are like yeah, I agree. Like even Kit is like. Like Kid Drew is like the most like universally probably like liked. Like he's very likable as a person, but it's like like today Inika was talking about how he like could not stand Kid for some reason. Yeah, and now Alexander thinks Alexander thinks Kid is responsible for the whole debacle with Where did that Lorenzo. come from? I have no idea. I think it was wasn't it wasn't it Victoire? But it was Victoire, yeah. I mean, Kit did tell Petra, but I think the entire like cascade of like disastrous events that occurred were caused by Victoire. So, um, <laughs> you know, I don't know if Alex like forgot that he had told Victoire or like just assumed that she wouldn't do that for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, Alex is now on a crusade against Kit and like, it's not going to go well for him. <laughs> it's interesting. It's I don't interesting. think it's going to go well for him on this block. I'm not, I'm just going to say that. I, yeah, I'd be surprised too. Although yeah, the dynamics of that one are a little bit foggy to me. Um, but 
you mentioned Victoire. Are we going to talk about the star of the season so far <laughs> and her block and what happened? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> we'll jump over to Kaido. Um, also quite messy. Not messy to the degree. It was messy of, in like um, the typical org first round way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jamila, very sad loss. Would have loved to see her stick around for longer. Um, I loved the partnership. Yeah. Had the best channel. So exactly. Funny. I loved Even going in when there. they called Teddy a relic. Oh my god, that was so funny. <laughs> the interaction between the two of them was just—I don't know—it was really. Their it was just like it was so witty. It was so funny. You could, and you can tell that they've known each other for a long time. You oh, know, yeah. like yeah, they just—I don't know—the way they just talked to each other was just like so effortless and so funny. And I'm going to miss that for the rest of the season. So that's horrible. But um, you know, these things happen, I suppose. And I feel like we're going to have a lot more boots that are going to be that degree of sad so gonna get used to it but yeah so star of the season um <laughs> who basically single-handedly decided the boot within I'm, five minutes of the I, challenge results i am screaming at victoire basically being like yeah i'm just i think we should just vote jamila yeah no discussion <laughs> she, walked up, she walked up to umar she was like so i've heard it's jamila and then she was started getting ready to go out to drink and then jamila just went home yeah that's literally much. what happened <laughs> And I do think it seems that in this the, the, in this early stage, the players that are willing to be aggressive and put their foot down are immediately getting their way because they're in groups of people who aren't like I wouldn't say brave is the right word, um, brash maybe aren't brash enough to kind of like put their foot down and return or like fight against it. Um, and I do think you know, I mean, I mean, look at the people who put their foot down this round victoire who was the most popular player in her realm and mm. petra who was like second or third yeah so clearly these people already had a lot of social capital to throw around yeah and they are like they are definitely you know capitalizing on it and it is being thrown like <laughs> <laughs> certainly is um but you know we don't expect to see players like umar and fletcher who from what i've seen of them are typically not overly not, aggressive not especially not in the early level. stages yeah. yeah um they're definitely both very strategic but i think it's in a more of a low-key way and i can't see you know either of them sort of throwing their weight around in round one to save someone that they weren't 100 percent committed to yeah I, yeah it, i mean it makes sense it's just like oh my goodness i was just surprised that she just like just said like yeah i've been hearing um jamila and <laughs> She just made that up that she'd been hearing it, and that rumor just manifested. Like, no, like she was the only one that said Jamila, and everyone just sort of fell into line. <laughs> I mean, absolute props to for like recognizing that she was technically, you know, she was pretty much in control of the vote, and um, she actually went into her partner channel with Orion and asked for his preference, um, as to like who he would rather leave. Um, and as soon as he said Jamila, that was it pretty much you know like, um, they all might as well have lost in the votes at that point like yeah yeah and you know i was really sad to see them drag it out for as long as they did um i yeah. don't not a fan of round one blindsides especially when there's little to no chance whatsoever that the person can save themselves like it just seems completely unnecessary a waste of everybody's time like, and what was um, going on with that, like, 11th hour, like, oh, there's, like, uh, maybe we're discussing an alliance of Jamila and, like, yeah. and Fletcher. What was I that? I don't know. I really don't know. Um, I think Umar did want Jamila to stay, and I think even Madeline probably did to an extent, but 
I just don't think the alternative was there. Like, I think Madeline was the person who was second most in danger, which she probably doesn't realize. Oh, like Madeline was like, I'm, she said earlier this round that she was like, I'm like 80% confident I'm not going anywhere. I was like, girl, mm-hmm. it's either you or Jamila. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, I do think like the only realistic option they would have had because they would have needed Madeline, so it would have been to flip it on Gwen. And I just don't think that was. I just don't think that was a realistic that, option. I think that um, in this coming round, Gwen is a more viable option to vote. Hmm. But in this past hmm. round, I don't think so. I mean, it's going to, I mean, it would depend on like Madeline and Eloise have to work together and Madeline like can't stand Eloise because she said the word jello. <laughs> yeah, I can't see those two gelling. Um, I mean, the fact that Eloise is literally twice Madeline's age <laughs> might be a contributing factor. Um <laughs> But, you know, I can see, like, Eloise loves Victoire, obviously, and I can see him also getting along with um, Fletcher and Uma. Don't know about Gwen, but... um, Yeah, I definitely think that Madeline is probably... It's probably between Madeline and Eloise now for this next vote on this tribe, I think. I would agree. Um, It's pretty difficult to say, though. Like, I don't really know if any of them have super concrete bonds with each other. Um, Yeah, Victoire was... Victoire was saying in her confessional that she didn't really click with any of these people immediately, but then, like, apparently they all love her. Yeah, so I can't complain about that. But I feel like, you know, with the with the purple block situation, the, it's at least, like, you can see that some people are definitely bonded together. Whereas on this one, I think it's kind of just whoever puts their foot down and has the most social capital to do it is going to get their way because there's not really any pre, like, defined yeah. lines or anything yet. Um, yeah, I don't really see, and I don't see any of these people like willing to rock the boat this early. So, apart from Victoire, because she's already—I mean, she's already done it because she's like, she was like, "I just want to have this done so I can go out to drink." Like that's so yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then the public vote on top of that. Oh my god! That public—I mean, if you're gonna do the public vote, it, like these are the votes you want to do it on. I, and like, I think I think Omar had the right idea too. Like, I think he played off that giving up his vote thing perfectly. No one even thing. That one's very easy to get away with, I think, because like if it's a uni- well, if it's a unanimous vote, it is because yeah. people probably won't be parchment counting at this stage unless you're Hayden or something, because that's oh, what she does. No, it's more sage, uh, to be honest. <laughs> but yeah, no. So that was I don't know how I f- how I'd feel about this group losing again. I'd like to see them win. I don't think I want any of them to immediately leave. Yeah. I'm not super keen. I just want to see the other two go to TC just for the sake of it. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a nice bit of a switch up. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much, but yeah, very sad for Jamila um, with it being her first alias game. And that rap, that rap is so beautiful. Yes, yes, yeah, that too. And I'm just hoping it doesn't kind of, you know, suck the wind out of Brooks's sails too much because I'd really oh, like to see. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, obviously, and honestly. Bronx had the absolute worst go of it of everyone. Um, his plans completely fell through on his tribe, and then his partner also got the boot. So <laughs> you see that Gwen like tried to like be like, "Oh, Brooks, do you want to partner up?" And he was like, "Oh yes." No. <laughs> he immediately <laughs> shut her down. So funny. <laughs> I am interested to see how that goes as more people get eliminated, though. Yeah, I mean, he said he would sleep on it, so I'm going to ask him again tomorrow if he wants to do it. And if he says yes, I guess we'll have to set them up. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
But yeah, I think that's about all for Hokkaido. So if we just move on to the other sea tribe, which is the Shikoku tribe. I'm just going to keep saying tribe. I keep forgetting block, so tribe will have to do. Shikoku block. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is another one where I'm really unsure about the dynamics. Um, So we've got uh, kind of a bit of a loose cannon wild card in the form of Daniela. Um... Can we discuss this person's arcana, like, story arc overall? They went from Kiara. Yeah. Who, who I mean, was, kind of, was kind of like a fiery, like, loose cannon. But this person, like, Daniela is a completely different iteration. She went from, like, that to, like, being, like, the wacky older man character on a season of Survivor. I, mean, I think that's a pretty good way to put it. I, yeah, very... Like, it's Tarzan energy. I do think it's kind of working for her, though. I mean, people love her. Yeah, no one seems to be looking at her, like, as a potential vote, even though she's sort of all over the place and she can't even, like, her and Race's dynamic is just hilarious. Race like, accidentally, like, asks her, like, a ton of questions and she'll ignore her for 16 hours and then come back and be like, hey, queen. Oh, I know. And it's just, like... I don't know. It's it's really quite a spectacle to behold, um, but in a good way. I can just like feel Raisa getting like more annoyed as time goes. <laughs> I mean, Raisa did unfortunately, you know, lose her original partner, um, and then just as we were getting the replacement, the person she was originally going to play with decided to show up, but unfortunately, he was too slow. So, you know, I think. I think Raisa was very excited to play with Daniela and like Luis is great. Oh, he's casting gold. Not, not, not the greatest to play with at times. Um, but you know, an absolute delight. Yeah. This is like a a completely different iteration of this person. I've never seen this like wacky. Yeah. yeah, No, I agree. Yeah. Weird outside of them. And it's like an interesting to see. It's refreshing. It's very fun. It's very funny that, like her and Kit are getting along because Venus and Kiara hated each other. Yeah, I know. I found that really funny too. Um, although Kit did mention like he's not really taking her seriously on a strategic level. Um, I mean, how can you? She's like literally going around asking people like what their favorite mineral is and shit. Like, <laughs> and he's also not overly interested in forming anything with her because he can tell that everyone else is thinking the same thing. But, but I mean, it's a six-person tribe. You probably are not going to be able to yeah. get away with not like you know. If everyone likes her, you should probably latch onto that. That's just not like she's going to go anywhere. <laughs> I do think Kit's also in a very good position in this group, I anyway. Yeah, I mean, a bit of a hard one to puzzle out, to be honest. I think with this one, like if you had asked me, like before, like this today, like the vote, I would have said that Tristan was probably in danger the most on this tribe, mm-hmm. on this block. But after everything that happened, I think Alex has solidified his spot as, like, the pariah on the tribe. I, I'm not sure about that, solely because I feel like if Petra is invested in Laurent, she might possibly want Kit to keep Alex around just to kind of solidify is, that mean, relationship. Is that, like, doable, though? Because, I mean, Kit and Alex are only two votes on the tribe of six. Yeah. I don't know if Alex is disliked, though. Um, I can't... I have Civ brain, and I can't remember what everyone had said about everybody else on this tribe. Um, um, I know that Alex strong. is like on a warpath to get Kit out for some reason. Yes, so, I mean I don't is... think that's gonna happen. So I don't think Petra will be able to be like, "Hey, you should keep Kit around," or "Kit, you should keep Alex around." Yeah, very true. Um, 
I think Sage lists Quincy and Kit as his top two on that tribe. Yeah, I I can see like the core being Sage, Danielle, Quincy, and Kit. Yeah, I do. Yeah, that, that's that's accurate. I would say Tristan is. I don't know what Tristan's doing. Um, He's not very present. It does. It feels like I don't know. I mean, Gideon is kind of always like that. It's. I feel like with Gideon, you either get him or you don't, and if you don't, at this point, I just feel sorry for you. <laughs> you either get the vibe or you don't get the vibe. That's true. Um, I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see Tristan be targeted um, or to see him leave if they were to go to a vote. Um, although, yeah, Alex is definitely not in a great spot either. But, you know, the, the other four, I would say, are probably relatively safe unless something really dramatic happens or their activity drops off. I don't see that happening for them, though. Yeah, no, exactly. And, you know, I don't know how I feel about that. Obviously, Alex hasn't played orgs in a long time. Um, and his last showing is Grayson. It was kind of sad because he, he sort did. of disappeared off the face of the I mean, earth. He was inactive, but he did make the merge. He did. He did somehow. Um, and you know, it's 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 fun to see those two playing together because obviously, you know, like they've been in this community since they were like little babies. Yeah, and like to see them now, like in college, and they're still I remember, friends. I like that's cool. Playing, um, Secret Story O two Operation. Yes. Mind oh time. my god. <laughs> Alex, he was here. That is so funny, yeah. But yeah, you know, um, this one's, yeah, also a pretty difficult one to puzzle out. Like another one where there's not really any super solid bonds. Um, I think Quincy's delightful, personally. Oh, I love um, Quincy. <laughs> and Quincy's the whole reason that the Thandals here, to be honest with yes, you. But... that's true. That's true. No offense, Blake, but... um, Yeah, Erica just seems really excited to be here, which is fun. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. And um, I do also, like, you know, Sage is Sage, um, playing a very stock standard uh, Ben Rowley game at the moment. I, I think, like, with how fast the word is getting around in this game, is especially, like, I feel like it's dramatically faster than your average org. Uh, the right. way that Sage is playing is going to catch up to her quite quickly. I think so, too. I think I think they, they, have, they have, like, almost puzzled out almost all the pairs in this round, yeah. too. And it's like, sure, you're going to get the idol, but people are going to figure out that you know, all, you were the person that knew all the pairs because you're the two that are asking everyone. Yeah. And I, I mean, I do think, based on success rates alone and like experience, um, Sage and Hayden are probably two of the best players in the cast. But they do have, you know, their weak spots. And I do think that Sage is going to have to have an absolutely incredible social game to be able to keep all of her ducks in a row if she's going to keep playing as aggressively. At final 26. I know. (laughs) I know. Um, And I've just seen that um, actually she's just put in her joint confessional with Hayden that um, she's got some early concerns about Victoire. So. Wow. That's interesting. I guarantee, because I know that, like, like Orion and Victoire were talking about them earlier and how they were like, oh, we'll have to see if they're, like, legit. Because, like, even those two, I think they're just, like, suspecting each other because those two are, I think those two pairs are, like, the ones that are, like, really piecing together all the pairs together. I mean, mm-hmm. it's getting, one, I think one of those two pairs is going to get the idol and it's going to be awkward when the other one finds the, it shortly after. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised by that either. Um and I do think that Sage and Hayden are kind of becoming 
are go they're to pair for like a lot they're of it. Yes, they are very, very visible. And I mean, with Hayden being the top ranked person in the entire game at the start, it's not overly surprising. Um, Spencer is very, like even in survival horror, so OTT social, besties with pretty much everyone. Um, a huge amount of effort, which, you know, we appreciate a lot as a host, obviously. Um, and Ben can definitely be the same. So it's just whether they can keep up the momentum and, like, keep everything in order um, and not get caught out. Man. It's a long yes, Yeah, and, I mean, Spencer's talking about being exhausted already, and we're <laughs> yeah. in round two, so, you know. You can, got, like, dial it back a bit. You don't need to be on full Another cylinders. 15 okay. rounds to get Stay through um, at that pace. Yeah, oh so... It's going to be a rough one, but, you know, I love watching both of them play. They bring so much investment to pretty much every game they're ever cast in, um, no matter what the circumstances. And Spencer's obviously had a bit of a rough run, not so much as Celine, but Phoebe was a sad, sad, sad case um, when she went pre-merge in Salem. And obviously Ben hasn't played since season two, and he was out really early as well. So. He's not sending a, a snooze notifications on Slack anymore, so that's a st- step up. Very true, very true. But you know, great, like great to have them back. Um, I think they even both have grown as players just since they've lost. hundred percent, massively. Yeah, Spencer, they've had like the most like like successful year in orgs that I've ever seen a person have. So yeah, <laughs> like they're in like the Eric Goins era where they were winning like every game. Like after, <laughs> like oh my god. But, but speaking, speaking of dating, we should probably talk about Sashima. True. Yes. Okay. Um. Again, not sure what's going on here. Um, um, <laughs> Nathaniel and Zola, boot, they're dead. I mean, let's just be honest. Like, that's probably, Zola. Zola is, Zola's making something work, but I think Nathaniel is pretty dead in the water. At this stage, I would agree. And I think that's even probably just based on activity alone. Um, he's in a group with, like, Hayden and Racer, who are both hyper-social. Um, Xenia, who has been... Probably one of the most active people on the cast. Even yeah, if she's not to everyone's taste. When she's Australian. Yeah. Like with her time zone. <laughs> it's like crazy. And like a high school student. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Crazy, honestly. Um, three hours of sleep a night. Hello. Yeah, that's dedication. And, you know, I, I really appreciate that about her. I think the fact that she's managing to bridge, like, you know. <sighs> I remember people, like, I think I remember it was Matt saying that, like, he didn't like it when people commented on his age and how young he was and stuff. But, and, like, you know, it has to be said, you don't expect a 16-year-old to be able to get along with people in their mid-20s. So I think it's cool that, like, she's managed to bridge that age gap. Like, I doubt anyone suspects that she's 16. Yeah. I didn't, like, when I see her type, I don't get 16-year-old vibes. She's a mature, like, I feel like she's, like, significantly older even than, like, like, I'd say she'd be in, like, her late 20s because she comes across so severe sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> she does. Like, she does. Like, I, think it's just, I think it's just, like, she's, like, a passionate person and it sort of manifests in, like, an intense way of speaking to people. And I think it's a little off-putting. I think Hayden is fine. some people, yeah, yeah. I agree completely. But, you know, she's she's doing a lot better, than, especially for being someone from Discord Orgs. Because I don't know a lot about Discord Orgs, but I've always <laughs> thought of them as kind of, like, not being... Like the pinnacle of gameplay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, definitely, yeah, delivering on a level far beyond what I originally expected. I mean, socially, she, like she was like one of the first people to like get partner info. Mm. 
Um, Raisa's like opinion of her changes with the wind. It's really funny. Yeah, um, I mean, to be fair, Raisa's opinion of everything changes with the wind. She lives very in the moment. Um, because she was also saying like she really liked Nico, and then she was saying that he was acting a little bit weird after the challenge. So now she no longer likes him. So it's like you know, I think she's just kind of like. I mean, I do buy that Inako is just uh, acting weird because I think that's just. Oh yeah, I agree. Sometimes he's just like that, but um, I do think there's there's an outside chance that Zola dies if this block loses. I think it's between her and Nathaniel. It definitely is. Um, I think Nathaniel's going to have to step up step up his activity a lot. Um, to be able to save himself. I love Blake, but he's played this what seven times now. Agreed. Um, and I would love to see Erica on her own too. So. I agree. Yeah, that would be kind of fun. Um, but yeah, I, um, you know, I do think like obviously Hayden has a lot of pull. Yeah, being so socially present, um, and it is. I do find the whole thing where Sage loves Xenia and Hayden pretty much so hates funny. her. <laughs> it's it's very awkward. I, I don't know when or where I, that's like, going to come to a head, but getting very tired of Sage already in this round two. <laughs> I, I kind of get that sense as well. Sage is like very, very pushy. The most, like, they've had like they've had the most like civil like disagreements like in their partner panel, like that I've ever seen. And I like if I was hated, I would have told Sage to shut up like a million times by now. Yeah, uh, Sage is really pushing the envelope. Um she's kind of all over the place, sort of um maybe investing too much in a lot of her relationships for this early stage and i feel like every time i click in there it's sage asking hayden can we tell this person about yeah, literally, this? literally um, and hayden yeah. be like well i don't know if we should do that <laughs> right now like <laughs> yeah so i can definitely see you know and and hayden gets really invested emotionally i mean so does sage but hayden i think is really Invested I emotionally. More, I would say Sage is more like invested emotionally. Yeah, I think she, like she's a more like emotional player, whereas Sage is pretty or Hayden. I mean, Sage is like pretty like strategic and analytical. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that Hayden isn't strategic. Well, it's strategic, but I think like the like emotional connection there is probably more intense. I don't know. Well, I, I think, think... Well, I, I just I like in my experience, I think that Sage just has a better like handle on like just like being able to like cut someone yeah yeah maybe i think i think hayden necessarily doesn't have a problem with that side of it it's more with i think hayden has more of an emotional attachment to his performance or her performance um in the game in the series in the series especially um not that sage doesn't because obviously you know sage takes these games pretty seriously like not seriously in like a like unhealthy way bad way but yes like very committed to them um but yeah i i do i think they're a good match in some ways but in others i think i think they're both very intense in different ways yeah i think there's a little bit too much intensity there so yeah don't know how that's going to play out in the long run but so what do we think about inako i love him as a person i don't know how he's going to do in this game because he's rubbed like everyone the wrong way in some way now on his block. And it's true, his reads are extremely off from what I've read. Wait, why does he hit out of nowhere? I don't get it. I don't know. And just, I mean, even like his reads on like losing like, power and everything. Like, like, I don't get it. 
It's just, yeah, I don't know where he's getting a lot of his opinions from, and I'm pretty sure he's also DM'd me a few blatantly incorrect, like, partner guesses as well, um, just speculating on things that are completely wrong. So I don't know where he's getting his ideas from. He's also, like, I don't know. He's probably, like, I would say that, like, confessional-wise, he, he, he's, like, one of the least. Yeah, popular. so far, yeah. Which is, I get, I get it, there's a lot of people to talk to, but... Everyone else has managed to submit something pretty much. So except Nathaniel. And like Blake has apparently been dying of a cold, so Yeah, and I'm pretty sure isn't he still with did his flight did he or did he get on his flight? I don't know. I don't I don't know. I think they're still together right now. Like when she posted her video confessional earlier today, he was, he was still there, enough. yeah. So um Yeah, I don't know how Inako is like gonna do on this tribe or this block because Hayden thinks that he's like a like a long term concern. Um I don't think Reza likes him. I don't think he likes Xenia. I mean he's like he doesn't have a lot of he doesn't like Zola. I don't think they have a lot of options. <laughs> yeah, I, I think like I mean Reza did like him and now doesn't. However Reza also I mean, perceives him like everyone on this block except like Reza so. perceives him as having like the second most power after Hayden, which I think is not right at all. Really. I think um, Racer's the second in power after Hayden. Yeah, I agree. Although, like, it is worth noting that Racer also has Xenia as, like, second on this tribe now. So Xenia's, I think Aniko really likes Xenia as well. So those two, and I think, did Zola say anything about Xenia? I can't remember. I think Zola said that Xenia might have secured her, like, safety by, like, yeah. doing the challenge. Speaking but, of, Xenia is randomly a challenge, like, beast. <laughs> like, where did that come from? I yeah. That. So completely fair with this challenge. It's not really skill I mean, based. But, you one, know, she, like won like almost all, all of her categories. She did definitely do really well in the last one. And I think it's probably going to be enough to like cement her stay, like justifying her staying if they go. I don't think she would have gone anyway. I don't think I don't think she would have gone either. I think there are two people who are below her in the pecking order for Despite sure. Despite the fact that Hayden hates her. Um, yeah, but Aiden feels like she can't do anything against Senior right now. Yeah, exactly. And I do think that also, you know. I, if Aniko continues to be weird and doesn't make the necessary connections, he could also be in a little yeah. bit of trouble on this one. It, but I think, honestly, so much of this tribe just depends on Hayden and Race's mood. I agree. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're honestly. not wrong. And they're both they're both very finicky with it. Like, I agree. They can change their name, change their mind at any time. It's wild. Yeah, exactly. Um, I did think we were swapping after this round, but I just realized we've got another round in these tribes, so... Yeah. Um, oh, we oh we should probably talk about the idol clues that got sent out too. Oh yeah, so the ones um, that nobody looked at. Hayden, okay, Hayden was the only one that reacted to it, and then I had to tell Victoire that she got one. <laughs> she because she didn't realize. Yeah, <laughs> I think I might have gone over Clay's head, and Matthew think, is not really Matthew, historically like an idol hunter. So. Although to be fair, he has had quite a few in games, so um, maybe I think. Probably Clay and Eloise had more important things to worry about than looking for a potential item that they had no idea uh, yeah, where to yeah. even start with. I was looking at that clue and I was like, oh my god, I just realized the rainbow is between sea and sky. Yeah, exactly. I just that when I was looking at it earlier today. I was like, wow, this is actually a really cool clue. <laughs> but I don't think anyone's twigged onto it at all yet. Well, um, I was like, thinking maybe when I changed the memory wall today that someone would hover and notice the color had changed, but... Not a peek from anybody yet. Um, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna expect, I'm gonna expect that too. 
um, manifest at some point soon. But if not, we can always give them an extra push. I agree. Um, but I mean, the fact that Hayden got it first is she's probably one of the most likely people on the cast to be able to figure it out. So that's true. Well, that is all of the blogs. Yeah, we did it. Who are the who do you think are the contenders right now? Oh, that's front? a good question. Um, okay, I'll try to pick one from each block. I think mm, you know, I would I would love for Victoire to win. I think it would be hilarious. I think um, she's too visible too early. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think she's I think she's kind of made herself, yeah, too much of a spectacle. Um, especially now. From Hokkaido, with, yeah, I think Umar Fletcher as well to an extent. Fletcher has actually really surprised me. I think that his social game has really, I think his social game has really stepped up from the last time I played with him, which was Arcana One, so he was like much younger. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he was still, I think he was like seventeen then. So I think he had just started college. Yeah, he's also like had experience hosting a real life game now as well, which has probably helped yeah. him with like the dynamics. Um, uh, being able to say, like, what makes people go to games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I do think, like, him and Umar have the kind of social game that's good, but not so good that it comes it off as yeah. threatening. Yeah. They're very, like, CP2. Madeline, I think, is not long for this world. Oh, I think Madeline is dead sometime, like, before <laughs> Merge, definitely. I, yeah, I don't think she's game. making it to Merge, not with this caliber of cast. Um She's lucky to have made him pass around one. Um, but <laughs> no, I mean, no, I just mean like with the situation that they were in, it was either going to be her or Jamila. Yeah, so um, Gwen, I think, is a bit too hit or miss. Um, and then Eloise is it's well, Matthew. I mean, Gwen, so. My experience with Gwen, like so far, just from reading, is people either really like her or they don't give a fuck about her. Yeah, all. yeah. <laughs> and I think, I think that tends to be the case. I think tricks is a bit selective with where they put their attention, um, which I, I've definitely been guilty of as well. In a lot of games, you know, sometimes there are just some people that I just can't be bothered talking to. And I think that Trix also gets it into their head that they are, like, in a better position than they are. It does, yeah. I think that is sometimes the case. They, they get comfortable and then they end up getting blindsided. So, I mean, I could see that happening here, but uh, I think that um, Ward leaving so early has definitely, like, lit a fire. Yeah. I do think that's probably the case, yeah. Um, moving on to Shikoku, I think... I'd have to say Kit out of Kit, all these. Yeah, I think Kit. Um, you know, Quincy's doing very I well. I want to say Quincy. I think Quincy's doing well for the first Alias game. Yeah, I don't but know if... I don't know if that's... Yeah. But, you know, very early on, like, she's genuinely very well-liked. Um, haven't seen anyone say anything negative about... Quincy yet but yeah I think once they start to get into kind of the heavier strategy and things get a bit more I don't know like people are spending more and more time on individual connections Quincy might fall out of it a bit but yeah I would say Kat is probably I mean Drew is just like a, a very competent player I think that if Drew is like good at everything in this game except challenges like yeah <laughs> so it's he's definitely the one to beat I think on this tribe I mean I could I see agree. Daniela like wild carding her way deep into the game <laughs> like Shelby she even looks like Shelby so it's like kind of perfect <laughs> um, but I don't know I can, mm, I want Tristan to do well yeah um, 
I'm not sure if that's going to happen. There's a chance he has a resurgence, but, you know, these tribes are small. Um, time's ticking. So I think, I think Sage is definitely going to make the merge, but I don't think yeah. she's going to be too deep into it. At this Sage point. is doing a great job at the moment, but I think she's really front-loaded herself. Um right. And that's not going to be able to last for the duration of the think, season. So, and then Alex, I'm not sure he could either go next or he could squeak his way. Yeah, merge. yeah. Like, Alex like is very could be either way, could go either way, very I easily. Think it really depends on if they can win immunity and stuff. Agreed. Agreed. And what about from Sashima? This one's hard because I want to say hard. Hayden, but I think Hayden is too. Visible I think, right yeah, I think Hayden's done the same thing with the front loading. I think Raisa has a chance, but she needs to calm down. I agree. Um, Raisa, yeah. <laughs> yeah, either, yeah, I like I feel yeah, I feel like she's she need, does need to calm down. Like she just needs to chill because I don't think she realizes that she's in the position that she is. Exactly. Yeah, I think she's been so hyper hypercritical and like hyper analytical of her position when actually she's done nothing wrong. Um everybody likes her. She's not as visible as Hayden. She's probably in the best position in the group, I would say. Um, but she's busy, like, analyzing every single little thing, like, deciding that people don't like yeah, her, deciding that she doesn't like people. people day four. Like. Yeah, exactly. She kind of just needs to go with the flow, I think. Um, or, you know. Like, she should, like, if she would just let Hayden do what she wants on this tribe, I think she would be fine. Yeah. I think that's her best call. Like, I agree. She doesn't. She really doesn't need to do anything other than what she's already been doing in order to be secure. So mm-hmm. hopefully she settles down before she gets over paranoid and blows herself up. Um, I think that um, I feel like Nathaniel and Zola are in too precarious of a position to agreed be contenders. Um, they could turn around. I don't know. Inako is, I think, too hit or miss. Agreed. I, guess, I feel like Xenia like is too polarizing too to be a, like right now. Yeah. Too. Although it would be kind of a massive slay if a 16-year-old beat everyone in the cast. <laughs> I mean, she's, she's doing like, really well so far. Well. Like, she's, um, outplaying, she's outplaying her partner pretty hard, in my opinion. Agreed. I agree completely. I mean... And she's certainly doing better than Nathaniel and Zola, so... Yes, T. And I feel T. like they don't, they're not aware of that. <laughs> like, I don't know. I think Zola's got a little bit of awareness about what's kind of happening. Zola's um, wildly self-aware of this game. Yes. Which has been well, I mean, from it's Jacob. years, years in the making, years in the making from Jacob. So, you know, it's and I feel well, like I, every time, every time he plays Arcana, he improves. So, we love to like see he, it. He has like one like terrible showing, and then he has a good one. I feel like it's just like a cycle. <laughs> but I mean, he's doing. I feel like he's very aware of how he's perceived, and he's time. not doing. He's not doing terribly. Like you know, he's got some people that really like him, but it's just. Jacob is just so Jacob and he can't be anything else, which is, it's, it's cool. Like it's, it's a, it's a great thing. Like he has such a, he has such a strong sense of self and like such an established character. That, and that's why he's so easy to like identify in alias games. But like, it's like the fact of the matter is that not everyone is going to be for everyone. And like Jacob isn't very adaptable. I don't think like yeah. he's just himself and that's not going to be everyone's, cup of tea um so you know we'll see if he happens to gel better with this particular cast as time goes on i suppose okay what about uh yaga shiri hmm i think this is really hard yeah this one's hard i think 
Evette's probably going to play herself out of the game. She'll definitely get to the merge, I, I, but I, I think she'll play herself out of the game. Yeah, I think I was leaning towards Evette. But I, think... I actually think if Brooks can keep himself together. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Because I think Orion would go before Brooks if it came to I that. agree. I agree. I think with the drama like that's happened this round, I think like, Brooks is the most kind of out of it. Yeah. Outside of it. Because um, Orion has kind of put himself in the line of fire. I'm just like... Look- yeah, looking at it, it's like Clay. That's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> Laurent probably not going to happen. Not the strongest start. Um, he could turn it around. I don't know. Yvette is playing like forty chess on day four of the game. <laughs> um, Petra's too visible, and I think Orion is also too visible. So it's like Brooks is kind of the only one <laughs> left that I think has a viable shot just based on the past round. Not the I strongest going for him. It was pretty rough, but I could see him like having like a Natalie Anderson arc. The redemption arc. We love to see it. Um, but yeah, that. I mean, I wouldn't cut any of these people out of contention, to be honest. Um, yeah. Except maybe Clay, because I feel like he's out of his depth, but I do hope he like makes it a little bit further. Um, I want them to win immunity because I think they need a break. Like, that I was agree. After that, yeah. Ever Exhausting. I wasn't but, even playing and I was tired. Like, oh my god. Yeah, exactly. I would have been like, I'm voting for this person in logged out. Like, I can't. <laughs> Very Victoire energy. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I think that's the the good thing about this cast is like, there's not really anybody that you complete can completely write out of contention to win. Oh, and um, there's still a lot of game to play too. So exactly, so many variables. The partner twist like adds so much. Um. So much to the dynamics. All the disadvantages too. It's like oh yeah, the disadvantages, the advantages that come from the disadvantages, and then obviously some of the things we've got coming up in the future as well. I think, and also obviously just the fact that people can partner up with new people once their partners are gone. I think will affect the dynamics a lot as well. Um, so yeah, I guess we will have to see. I guess we will. But yeah, any final thoughts? Um, no thoughts. Head empty. Same. I've been talking <laughs> for like an hour and I didn't even realize. So, well, whoops. I mean, that's how much has happened so far in this game. It's like, I know, and literally round one. Oh my oh, god. Uh, well, we'll just have to get Shonda to listen to this, and she'll get her update. Hey, that's exactly. Now she doesn't have to worry about catching up on professionals. No one else. Is yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, anyway, I think that's it for episode one and we'll be back for episode two at some point, maybe, with a guest, maybe. 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 Bye. Bye. How do I stop it? <laughs> oh my God. Is it stopped? Oh.
Till we fly.